For a live look at the astrology, my name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for, uh, gotta look at the back, uh, September 25th through October 1st, 2023. So getting just a little bit of a late start today, but uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know, well, of course, I know you all are all around the world, but I am here in the New York City area and it's been really terrible weather for the past uh, few days and even like I looked over because the the wind f f the wind is so much that it sort of pulled open the door that's over there with the door that you can't see um but yeah maybe it's just been this weather just kind of slow going um you know something I've noticed is that every time we have a new moon that has a really strong Neptune aspect in it and I realize maybe this is I'm in the northeast of the United States so this is going to be different if you live in the desert but it just seems like it rains a lot when we have these really strong Neptune um aspects and two weeks ago we had that uh Virgo new moon but uh yeah let me just you know kind reiterate for those that are just joining live my name is Katie Sweetman and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York City area and every week we gather live to look at the astrology so you know something that I say every time is that the astrology is 50% you are the other 50% and so we come together each week to let's say you know what's going on with the astrology how can I use it how is it shaping and informing my life uh, I realized that now we're in Libra season we're also in eclipse season and eclipse season sort of reminds us that there is that other 50% that's not us it's just life and that's the thing about astrology the the other 50% the part that's not us that astrology is time and the energy of time and how you live that time symbolically in your life and astrology teaches us that there is a time for everything and that sometimes things take time and I know a lot of us come to astrology and, and even me too when I was much younger it's like what's going to happen to me oh my god the eclipses and I and I realized the eclipses because uh, you because you're right you write to me um, some of you are my clients like oh my god what's going to happen with the eclipses so let me just back up for a second so every six months we have eclipses we are still a few weeks away from the uh, Libra new moon solar eclipse of October 14th. Eclipses being eclipses, sometimes we can see that energy before, in this case, October 14th. So every six months we have eclipses, we'll have a new moon solar eclipse, we'll have a full moon lunar eclipse, sometimes we'll have uh, a third one. We haven't had that, uh, I think, for a couple of years. but. Um, it's like we go into a brand new chapter or at least uh, something that continues an existing chapter when we have eclipses. Here's the thing. In life, we need things to happen. If nothing happened, we wouldn't grow. Uh, things wouldn't happen in our lives. And I realize a lot of you are a little bit like, oh, what's going to happen with these eclipses? But by and large, eclipses herald the major milestones of your life. It is a change in your career. It is the birth of a child. It is a marriage or a partnership, or it's a big move. These are the big things that, you know, God forbid someday you will die. I'm saying this is Scorpio, you will die. And when that happens, the, the life that flashes before you is not the, the sandwich you had for lunch. It's these big moments in time. And so the eclipses are, they mark the hours and the chapters of our lives. And that's just part of living here 
on planet Earth. So every 18 months, the eclipses will shift from a pair of signs that's been going back and forth in. Um, and that pair of signs over the last 18 months has by and large been Taurus and Scorpio. But in 2023, the eclipses started to shift to Aries and Libra. And the last time we had eclipses in Aries and Libra, give or take, you know, a couple of stray ones was 2014 and 2015. And the eclipse that we're going to have on October 14th of this year is the same degree as the October 14th, 2004, yes, 2004 solar eclipse. So what's going on in your life right now? I mean, you know, you're, you're the expert on your life. Uh, are there big things happening? Is there something happening at work? Are you preparing for a move? Is there a major relationship milestone that you and your partner are, are coming to? Maybe it's not about romantic partnership. Maybe like you just notice that people are coming in and out of your life right now. And that's the thing about eclipses. They're like these portals of energy where time and space bend and things come in and out of our lives. And so the analogy I've used from time to time is that like the eclipses is like we, we, we're in a room. We know that room. The furniture is in a certain uh, position, just like the room that I'm in right now. There, there are people in this room. An eclipse happens, like closing the door, <laughs> opening up the door, and it's a, it's a different room. Or, or, the, or the person that was there before isn't there. Or now there's a new person. It's just, again, life. And if you are a Libra or an Aries or even a Cancer or Capricorn, these are my what are my called cardinal signs, things are likely happening in your life. Like I know somebody who's an Aries Libra rising that's going to be a father for the first time in, in a month or something like that. Pay attention to who's in the news right now. And I noticed this last week when Rupert Mur Murdoch, that's a mouthful, uh, came, he, he stepped down or he retired, or I don't know what, what it is. Um, and he's a, he's a Pisces, like, well, that's not Aries Libra, but he's Capricorn rising and Aries is his career sign. Wait, did I do that right? He's Capricorn rising. No, it's Cancer Rising. I think that's right. Cancer Rising in Aries is his uh, career sign. And um, it's one of those two. But it's it's that's the thing about eclipses. It's like, uh, you know, it's time to step down. It's time to step up. It's time to make a change. And, and, and I'm just saying this from my side. I'm just saying this from how I live my life as an astrologer. I just, you know, I'm like, all right, here we are. Let's, let's do it. Um, you know, personally, the 2014-15 time frame was a massive time in my life before that. In, in fact, I moved to New York City in November of 2004. So that eclipse happened a month before, almost to the day, because it was November 13th, 2004, that I moved to New York City. I was like, I have to get here before my birthday. And I got here uh, four days, three days, whatever it was, um, four days before my 26th birthday. Um, but yeah, that's the thing about eclipses. So again, pay attention. What is going on in your life right now? And especially this week, because we have an Aries full moon, it's not an eclipse, but in a way it gets us ready for eclipses. Also Mars, which is the ruler of that um, Aries uh, full moon, and it's also uh, going through Libra right now, and Mars gets to the eclipse degree. So the eclipse that we're going to have on October 14th is a solar eclipse at 21 degrees of Libra. If you look at your astrology, I'm gonna get a little technical for a moment. 
it's like you look for 21 degrees. You look for 21 degrees cardinal. You like, where's 21 Aries? Where's 21 Libra? Where's uh, 21 Capricorn? Where's 21 uh, uh, Cancer? Those degrees are really high right now. And and um, another client is probably listening right now who had something happen in her life. Um, and she was a little concerned about the eclipses coming up. And I said, look, I think the eclipse already happened in August because the moon was exactly at 21 degrees of Aries. So that's the funny thing about eclipses is that even though the eclipse can be a month, two months, and sometimes even three months away, the midpoint of the eclipses, the event can come in. And it's just, um, that's just the magic of eclipses and that's and, and personally as an astrologer and a little bit of a nerd um i'm like wow look at this look at time the energy of time and time is not this sort of straight line that we expect it's actually i don't know a spiral or something so yes now that the sun is in libra happy birthday libra you're gonna have a very interesting birthday season um especially if your birthday is on the 14th of october give or take a couple of days it's a powerful brand new year for you um now that we're in libra season we are now sort of unofficially in an eclipse season so let's let's talk about libra we didn't get a chance to do this last week because um you know it's so much to cover i think i forget how whatever what else is going on um so much so much going on anyway um so now the sun is in libra we you know we've the sun has gotten to the seventh sign of the zodiac so we are at the midpoint of the zodiac we're sort of at the the equal the balance the scales and, and libra is uh known for being the scales in astrology and Libra is the second air sign. Um, the first air sign is Gemini, and air is about movement, communication, and socialization. And one of the beautiful things about Libra, and I think that Libra is not always given its fair due in astrology, is that Libra teaches us the importance of things being in balance. Balance, you're like, oh, like things need to kind of, you know, be on that balance point of the scale. I mean, yes, but on a deeper level, life needs harmony and needs stability. It needs everything to sort of flow and have its place. Relationships need to be in balance, sort of have a natural give and take between other people. They are not transactional relationships. They sort of, again, they flow. Saturn, which all of you know at this point is one of my favorite planets, teaches us, because it's exalted in Libra, that as human beings, we need relationships. Relationships are essential to life. In fact, the four cardinal signs are the four pillars of life. We need Aries. And you're like, but I'm not an Aries. But Aries is someplace in your astrology. Aries, the I, the individual, the self, freedom, motivation. We need that. We also need home, family, roots, foundation, cancer. We need other people, relationships, socialization, partnership, learning that, that natural give and take, Libra. And we also need Capricorn. And Capricorn teaches us about the importance of maturity and time and duties and responsibilities and building our lives. And we don't have structure in our life. It's like the whole thing doesn't gel so we do need all four cardinal signs and um, even if you don't have planets in those signs those those four points are part of your own personal astrology and i'm getting a little again a little technical here for a moment those four points are actually symbolic 
symbolic in the four directions of your chart. So the ascendant, the descendant, the midheaven, and the IC. Again, getting technical. Um, so yeah, we've got Libra season. Libra is ruled by Venus. Venus is about the beauty of life. It's about enjoying life. It's about can't always do Mars. I want, I need, I'm going after my desires. And of course that's important, but when we overuse our Mars, we forget about other people and what other people need. And that's sort of the, the importance of compromise. And so even though it's Libra season, that solar eclipse uh, on the 14th of October says that actually relationships are a big uh, part of our experience right now. I don't care if you live in the woods and you have no friends and you don't see anybody, we still need connection. And how do you, how do you connect? with other people? How do you uh, build alliances, even if it's virtual, for example? But for each and every one of us, it is a time that is about either capital R relationship, which is your primary relationships, your primary partnerships, whether you are married, whether you are in a serious relationship, whether you have just major connections in your life, even parents are a form. Parents and family are a form of relationship, but also small r relationships, uh, not being isolated, going out, connecting to other people. Saturn is in its detriment. It's in its fall in Aries. And that teaches us that when we try to do it alone, when we sort of are overly self-reliant, then the whole thing doesn't quite work. There's such a deep beauty and wisdom in astrology, but that's a whole other whole other point. Um, and maybe to that point, um, I am doing a couple of things. I'm doing a webinar on October 5th. This is going to be the eclipses of October 2023. And this is your, you know, look at what the eclipses are going to mean. What are eclipses? Why they're so important? And what do they mean for your sign? Because eclipses open up a chapter of time that takes us into the next six months also in particular these eclipses because we're at the beginning of the eclipse cycle we are going to have eclipses in aries and libra particularly aries all the way to uh, march of 2025 so we're at the beginning of a story for example and we're actually wrapping up a story because the second eclipse in the series um this is going to be a lunar eclipse in taurus on october 28th that's the last eclipse in a series of eclipses that have been in Taurus and Scorpio that began um, on November 19th with that, that lunar eclipse at, I think, 27, 28 degrees of Taurus. So, yeah, we've got sort of like one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life right now. Maybe you can sense that something's on the horizon. Um, Mars is really heating things up, and Mars is on the eclipse degree this week. And then the other thing that I'm doing is I'm doing something called my Saturn Masterclass. I talked about this last week. It is a 12 week program and I did it last year and it, and, and, and it had a really you know big place in my heart with the people that I did it. And it was this very intimate experience. But what we do, it's like a class about Saturn, a program about Saturn, but it's actually about life. And Saturn is just the structure of our life. What are we growing up and becoming and how that structure is inherent in the zodiac. The zodiac is a structure, it's a space. And we will walk 
the zodiac together. We will walk it with Saturn and the zodiac is actually the, the wheel of life. And so we have to go step by step by step. We start with Aries. It's not about me just telling you what Saturn and Aries is or what Saturn and, and, and Taurus is. It's very experiential. We're going to do meditations. It's a very uh, non-linear left brain, right brain, both hemispheres of the brain program. And um, it's meant to be transformative because we need the steps to get to where we're getting to in our journey so that we have that transformative event. And eventually we'll get to the last class, which will be on January 4th, and that's actually bringing us to Pisces, which is the end of the Zodiac. So I have a pre-registration pricing that's ending um, on October 2nd. I already have 10 people registered, so I really hope that you can join me for all 12 classes. They are recorded, so if you, there's some of them you can't make it live it's totally okay um, i know the time zones are not always great for people i know i have somebody in in um, europe who's going to be joining us um middle of the night for them but anyway i hope you can join me you can find the link in my show notes or go to empoweringastrology.com so let's talk a little bit more about this aries full moon because it's really the headliner of this week so we do again have an aries full moon on september 30th and it's at six degrees of aries so this is the complement to the virgo new moon that we had two weeks ago i'm just blanking on the date that we i think it was like the 28th of august that we had that um that's not right <laughs> when do we have that probably september um we had that virgo new moon but um so Virgo new moon, even though we're in Libra season, this Virgo energy is carrying over into October. Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac, the one that comes before Libra, is about everything having its place. It's about systems. It's about your routines, organization, getting really grounded in your life. Uh, it's about the duties and responsibilities that you have to do. It's health and wellness. And so these are big themes as we go into October. This full moon really puts things into a spotlight and maybe there's something that you have to take care of, maybe a project demands your attention, um, maybe it is something because we, the sun is in Libra is about relationships and with the people that you collaborate with, maybe it's acts of service uh, for example, but um, the thing that is very powerful about this Aries uh, full moon is even though it's not an eclipse, it activates Mars, which is the ruler of the full moon, at 21 degrees of Libra. So we have that sort of uh, things coming in um, from the, the full moon um, that are a little bit in advance of that eclipse. Wherever Aries is in your astrology, and don't worry, we'll go around the, 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 the 12 zodiac signs. Wherever Aries is in your astrology, that area has a spotlight on it. You have to take action, and that action, in, in a way, may presage events to come that are in October, for example. But it may be a hot week because when you have a Mars opposition with the astrology, and I realize the Mars and the full moon are kind of a bit wide in their opposition, but I think with the nodes there, it's totally... <laughs> It's totally in play. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a hot week. And I think it's going to really show us that we're going into an October where there are a lot of things happening. Even if there's nothing happening for you, great, fantastic. Um, 
the eclipse energy can carry into November and there will be points, especially as we get into Capricorn season, Capricorn's a, a cardinal sign. Um, we'll see what, um, you know, the eclipse energy can actually come into uh, the end of December and to the beginning of, of, of January. Jeez, I'm having a hard time English language today. Anyway, so let's look at the astrology uh, for this week. Uh, like I said, for uh, September 25th through October 1st, 2023. So we actually start the week with Mercury. It's wrapping up its time in Virgo. It's almost been two months in Virgo, and that's because we had the retrograde back in August. But it's making its last trine to Jupiter. There's sort of this, we've had this need to go back and to sort of look through the things and, and weigh our options and sort of test everything out. And maybe the trine today, it's like that sort of leap forward. Things are now starting to move. And, you know, Mars, not Mars, uh, Mercury and Jupiter is a little bit of that leap of faith. It's it, And it's also a sense of confidence and maybe and it, because Jupiter's in, in a, an Earth sign and Mercury's also in an Earth sign, it's like very practical. It's not just a crazy leap of faith. It's like, okay, let's set something in motion. Let's get something organized. We get to the 30th. And then we have our Aries full moon at six degrees of Aries, again with Mars at 21 degrees of Libra, activating the eclipse degree of October 14th, 2023. So there's a lot happening in that uh, that lunar, that, that new moon. Uh, actually, Venus, which is the, the ruler of the sun, it's square Uranus. That's the other thing that makes it a little bit of a spicy full moon. Um, if you recall, Venus has been in Leo for a while, I think since, um, gosh, since the beginning of July. It had that retrograde from July 22nd all the way to September 3rd. And so Venus square Uranus can shake things up. And I think in advance of the eclipses, I think in advance of um, even that full moon, um, it, maybe there's something about relationships that's shaking up this week. Maybe we have to see things differently. And, and Uranus is a shake up, but Uranus is also can bring people into our lives that are very different than anybody we've ever experienced. It could be somebody that illuminates something, opens up our eyes. Uranus is an evolutionary planet, so there's a, a element of evolution that's present in this aspect. So there might be, maybe not for everybody, but there might be a lot of things happening as we get into the end of the week and into the weekend, especially as we get into that Taurus uh, moon in the, in the weekend. Um, that's it for the aspects this week. It's really, you know, quiet, air quotes quiet, because, you know, maybe all the emphasis is on the Aries full moon and all the emphasis on the fact that Mars is still in Libra. So we need that time to, to sort of rest and go with the flow, which is typically what the moon does. So let's look at the astrology of each of the 12 signs, uh, starting with the Aries. So Aries, uh, you've got a lot of things going on in your life right now. It's, it's very possible. Or maybe you're writing me and you're like, I have, I have no idea what's going on in my life right now. But it's very possible, Aries, you have a lot of things going on in your life right now. And, and your planet, Mars, is in Libra. And Libra is about relationships. So sort of your energy is being pulled to other people at the moment. And this actually is all the way until October 12th when Mars goes into Scorpio. But for the meantime... It's about relationships. 
all relationships. And so maybe you having to find yourself because Mars is not naturally at home in Libra to negotiate, to compromise, to cater to somebody else's needs, to listen to other people, because typically Aries is fast, quick, wants it now, but that's not, well, even though things may be moving fast, um, it, you have to sort of make sure that you're bringing everybody along with you. Just can't rush ahead right now, Aries. Um, that full moon that's on September 30th, it's in your sign. So you are in the spotlight. Every Aries or Aries rising is going to live that energy differently, but there may be the sense of a new beginning. There may be a sense of things that, you know, moving forward, taking action, um, element of desire, leadership, power, for example. But again, got to negotiate, got to compromise, for example. Venus is your relationship planet, and so really pay attention what's happening with your relationships, your capital R and your small r relationships, because this is the last square that Venus is going to make to Uranus while it's in Leo, and uh, maybe something needs to wake up, shake up, uh, get you to see things differently, or give you a chance to do a relationship very differently. Taurus, Taurus. So Venus is your planet. So Venus has actually been in Leo. Sorry, since my dog's toy. Uh, Venus has actually been in Leo for a long time. I think it was since the like early July, for example. So you've sort of had the, one of the major hands on your astrology clocks are pointing at one place for much longer than it typically does. I think, um, you know, by the time Venus gets out of Leo, it goes into Virgo on uh, October 10th. So you got a little bit of time, but it's you've had to really focus on career, you've had to focus on duties and responsibilities and and and, and, and also home for example and and where you know where your your living situation and maybe you've had to deal with something from the past and and, and wrap something up and it's been a little bit of a stressful time, especially as Venus um, can make that square to Uranus. But here's the last square. What have you learned? What has illuminated for you? What has changed since the beginning of July? But um, this is your time to break out of something from the past, something that has held you back. It could be something emotional, especially from the past, like in terms of family, uh, even ancestors. And so to really use this week to step out of the old so that you can step into something new. For you, Aries is something called your 12th sign. So the 12th sign is the last sign. And that full moon really puts the like a punctuation on something either ending or coming to a conclusion. For some people, for some Tauruses, uh, full moon in the 12th is a need to really get into the heart of something, uh, to look at something from spiritual eyes, to try to reconcile sort of the, the what, how things are in real life and also like, well, what do I, what's in my heart? What do I want? Like, what's my meaning? What's my purpose? This could be a full moon when you just need to retreat. You need to, to let go. And maybe um, sometimes the 12th can show when we are a little bit lower on vitality. But if you have a full moon in your 12th and Venus, you, is down in your fourth. Maybe you're spending a lot of time at home. Um, and maybe you even need some recuperation time, for example. But all this is in advance of eclipse season. And you will have a solar eclipse in your sixth 
sign, and this will be on October 14th. And it really is about uh, sort of the balance that we all have to do as people between our human lives and sort of our spiritual lives, between our duties and responsibilities, earthly duties and responsibilities, and also duties and responsibilities to something greater than ourselves. It could be about health and wellness, whether it's physical health, whether it's spiritual health, service, service to others, and even spiritual service. This full moon that we have, it is a wonderful full moon for you to let something go. I've already said that, but to sort of put it into the context of an, an attachment, whether it's an attachment to something physical, whether it's attachment to a suffering, because when it's when you can truly let it go and to let it go under the sort of the aegis of this full moon, it's gone for good. Gemini. Gemini, Mercury is your planet. It's still hanging out in Virgo. I know it's been a couple of months at this point, but Mercury is coming to the end of its time. And, and Virgo, and Virgo is home, it's family, it's roots, it's foundation. Mercury, it just means last trying to Jupiter. So maybe you start the week feeling like you got a little bit of wind under your sails. Things are finally starting to move forward. Maybe when you get that breath of fresh air when Mercury goes into Libra on the 4th of October. For you, um, this week, Mercury, uh, actually going into next week, Mercury will oppose Neptune. And Mercury is the ruler of that Virgo new moon that we had um, a couple weeks ago. So there could be a change in the household, change in your living situation, but something that may have a lot of different emotional layers to it. And sometimes when there's a Neptune opposition, it's a little bittersweet. It's something that it's about something ending, something coming full circle, uh, needing to sort of transcend something, a lot of emotions, or even sometimes grief coming up. And of course, this is not the case for every Gemini, but it's to really sit with how you're feeling emotionally this week, because it is hitting on some deeper, like, you know, deeper as in like childhood memories or something from the past, uh, emotional points. For you, Gemini, the Aries uh, full moon, it's going to be in something called your 11th sign. And so the 11th is almost to the end of your personal astrology. So this is a full moon that really talks about the future, meaning you're looking towards the future. You're looking towards the horizon. Where am I going? What am I doing? What are my hopes and dreams for the next cycle or the next coming year, for example. Uh, and also a time where it is about focusing on friends and community and, and really seeing like, who are my friends? Who are my community? And maybe looking at the tension that is happening between you and sort of what is your individuality, your needs versus the needs and individuality of the group. Um, cancer. Cancer. So the moon is your planet and the moon, it's always going every two and a half days, sometimes three, sometimes two, depending on how fast the moon is moving, it goes through a zodiac sign. So that's why you have that natural ebb and flow. And you know, with the moon, and especially these eclipses to come and the full moon, for example, we've got a lot of things happening in your life right now. These eclipses are not in your sign, but they are activating the two signs that form almost like the axis for your life. So we've got an Aries um, full moon, this full moon puts career in the spotlight. It's your, your, your professional life. It's the role that you play in the world. It's your duties and responsibilities. Um, it's your public life. And then you have um, an eclipse to come on October 14th. Mars is there now in your sign of home and family. 
It's not to say that every cancer or cancer rising is moving, but certainly um, it's a very traditional way of looking at the astrology right now. It's time for a move. Even if that move is just an internal move as opposed to a physical move. That said, there could be a change in the household right now, a change in your living situation. Um, maybe it's an emotional change, emotional need to put down roots, to really focus on your needs, your wants, and your desires, because it doesn't matter how successful you are in the world. And even if you work 60 hour days, this, this solar eclipse is trying to remind you of what's truly important. Oh, I should add, uh, Cancer, Venus for you is your sign of home and family. And um, it is making that square to Uranus this week. So it could be something that's a break with the past, you know, something that's you know, getting you to see things differently. And you know, Uranus is a very unsentimental planet. So if you're holding on to something emotionally that's just not serving you anymore, uh, use the square to Uranus this week to really let something go. Um... Leo. Leo, you're not quite in the hot seat like some of the other signs right now. Um, although Venus is a major planet in your astrology, it's your career planet, and it's been spending a long time in Leo. Hey, you're a Leo, Leo rising. Um, you know, having Venus in your sign can give you charm, it can give you grace, and give you a little bit of some magnetic beauty. You know, maybe you've had Venus on your side for the past couple of months. Um, Venus has made a couple of squares to Uranus already, and it makes its last square this week on uh, September 30th. So with Venus in your sign, if Venus is a career planet, this has been a time to really take the reins, take the lead in your professional life, sort of go after your ambitions, for example, although you had the you know, 40 days in the desert as Venus turned retrograde from, I think, the 22nd of July all the way to September 3rd. Maybe you've needed to step out of the past. Maybe something has been in the way of uh, you know, some sort of um, professional ambition coming into fruition, for example. Do keep in mind that Uranus has been in your career. We've been talking about this for years by now. Uranus has been in your career science since 2018, 2019. This has been a period of your life. I know this has been five years where it's about really reinventing something in your professional life, doing things differently, not doing things the way that always makes sense on paper. Sometimes they make sense for you, and that's the most important thing. I've seen the gamut with Leos over the last five years, some of you are my clients, and you have, you've made major radical changes in your professional life, you change industries, or maybe you've had a professional breakthrough. But with that last square to Uranus, it's sort of that last big push to, to go big. You're Leo, for goodness sake. Go big. That's your whole point. You're the sign of the sun, for example. Uh, that said, we do have that Aries full moon. That Aries full moon is in your ninth. So the ninth is, is not like a concrete place because it's about philosophy. Each and every one of you, by and large, you, you know what you believe in, even if it's subconscious or even unconscious. You see the world a certain way. It has to be like this. Okay, that sounds a little closed. But what happens when we open up our eyes? You know, maybe we want to see the world on a bigger level. Maybe this is a full moon that talks about trips, journeys, foreign travel. 
maybe it talks about education, you know, the need to open up the mind and that way, or maybe there's a very philosophical full moon. With Mars in the third, there's a big focus on education and communication at the moment. And to really, you know, stand up for and maybe even stand behind what you believe in. And, and sort of my joke about the ninth is like, don't do the ninth where you think you're right all the time. Do the ninth where you're like, you know what, maybe I'm wrong, but this is what I believe in. This is what I stand for. And I'm willing to sort of go back and look at things from different perspectives, Mars in the third in your case. But um, see how education is coming up in your life right now. See how travel, exploration, communication is highlighted because all of this is in advance of that Libra solar eclipse on October 14th. Um, Virgo. Not quite your birthday season anymore, Virgo. We are still in that Virgo uh, lo- uh, you know, new month, new moon. Um, and so that Virgo energy takes us into October. Also, Mercury is your planet and it's wrapping up its time in Virgo, your sign. It's been almost two months at this point. And on one hand, it really gives you that strength of having your, your ruling planet in your own sign, but there has been a need to go back and to look at things differently, um, to gain new perspectives, to sort of test your, your systems, test your logic, and maybe make changes if necessary. Mercury um, will, this will go into actually Monday, it'll make an opposition to Neptune. So it's very possible that this is a week where you're feeling very emotional. That coupled with the Aries full moon and it's in your eighth. And so the eighth is one of those spaces where a lot of deep emotion resides. The eighth, you have to understand that it's a place that we, we all need the eighth. We all need to face ourselves, confront ourselves, do the work, go sit with a counselor or a therapist if, if we need to, of course. And without the eighth, we don't truly grow. We don't truly make space for something new. And if you are feeling something very deep come up this week, do, don't necessarily like, you know, you feel it, don't let it bring you down, feel it, but know that it's like, it has to be productive so that you can make space for something new in your life. And the eighth being the eighth and in a, and sort of in advance of the eclipses, maybe this is, you're having to face your fears. We all have fears, we're all human beings. And so maybe you're like, you know what, like, actually this is a fear, this is, maybe it's an irrational fear, but by facing it and feeling it and working through it, maybe it doesn't have such a, an emotional hold on you anymore. I will say in advance of the October 14th solar eclipse, Money and finances and property and value and investments uh, may also be a big focus for you right now. And in and, uh, and, and addition, Mercury will finally leave Virgo and go into, into Libra on the forest. So we'll have something new to talk about next week. Libra, um, happy birthday, Libra. You are the bell of the ball at the moment. So all of this, uh, your birthday season, it's in advance of the Libra new moon on October 14th. The new moon, when it happens in our sign, and it happens at some point during our birthday season or some point um, during in, in, in our rising sign or close to what's called our ascendant, if you're Libra rising, talks about the, the, the new start, the new energy that we get. It just so happens that this new moon is a solar eclipse. So new, solar eclipses are powerful new beginnings. These are new beginnings that not only play out over a six-month period, they sort of speak to a larger arc. 
The thing that's different about this solar eclipse as opposed to the eclipses we had uh, nine years ago, eight years ago, um, when they were in Libra last, is that this is a south node solar eclipse. And this is for you, Libra, to start to see what is coming up from the past. There's a little bit of a, of a deeper theme in this eclipse. And, and Libra, typically, its instinct is to be in relationship. Its instinct is to cater to somebody else's needs. There's nothing wrong with that instinct. We, we need that. It's an, an essential energy to life. But what happens when we overdo it? What happens when things are not in balance? What happens when we capitulate our needs for somebody else? Do we get silent? Do we get resentful? So really see what is, is in there because it probably is already coming up for you. Mars is in Libra right now, and maybe you're not silent. Maybe you are very, maybe everybody's very aware of your resentment. Not, not everybody, but uh, maybe very aware of what you've been holding on to for a while. But um, it's about you with Mars in your, in your sign. And so maybe you feel very motivated to take action and to go after something that you want, for example. That said, the Aries full moon on the 30th of September puts relationship in the spotlight. And so you have a lot of big dynamic energy going back and forth between you and other people. Plus, you have that Venus square Uranus on the same day as the full moon. And this is about really taking in these energies of reinvention and doing things differently in this birthday season for you. If your birthday is on the full moon, plus or minus a couple of days, it's a powerful year for you, one which will be lived in the energies of the full moon. To live the energies of the full moon in the coming year means that you are in the spotlight. Your, your life is in the spotlight. You are, This is a year of reacting and doing and things not being quiet. Maybe you're like, great. Maybe you're like, not great. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but this is nevertheless a very powerful full moon. And it's in advance, again, of the October 14th solar eclipse. So it sort of brings the energy of the eclipse. And, and pay attention to what is going on in this week, this week for you and how that may presage uh, events to come in October. Scorpio. Scorpio. So Mars is your sign. Mars is your planet, not your sign. Mars is your sign and it's in Libra. It's been in Libra, I, I guess, over the past uh, couple of weeks. I don't know why I can't remember the dates today, but um, must be Mercury opposite Neptune. That's when blame Mercury opposite Neptune. Um, but Mars is in your uh, is in Libra. And um, when it's in Libra, it's reached the end of your personal uh, zodiac calendar. And traditionally speaking, Mars is not at home in Libra, it needs to, you know, kind of go against its nature. Mars t on paper is typically a very self motivated planet. And Libra, it can't be self motivated. Also, uh, Libra is something called your 12th sign. So you've reached the end of the journey. Uh, last time Mars was in Libra would have been September of 2021, and you would have had that new beginning. Um, I think it was in October when Mars went into Scorpio. Things may not be moving as fast as you would like. Maybe you need to take a rest. Maybe you need to sleep more. Maybe you can't like remember dates and figures apparently today. Um, it's too much Neptune. Um, maybe you just need to recuperate. It's you know, This is the time to do so because it's been one full cycle since... <clears throat> 
Mars was last in your sign uh, in October of 2021. Uh, that said, uh, if you are tired, rest, if your dreams may be more active and you can use Mars, meaning your desire, your will towards spiritual pursuits, meditate, really open up your intuition, for example. That said, the Aries full moon is in your six. And, and with the uh, solar eclipse to come on October 14th, the 6th and the 12th in somebody's astrology, in this case, your astrology, Scorpio, it's about health and wellness, whether it's physical health and wellness, the 6th, spiritual health and wellness, the 12th, physical service, the 6th, spiritual service, the 12th. And the 12th is also where we leave behind the physical world and we look for deeper truth and meaning. The meaning and the truth that we find in the 12th is, can only be found personally. It can't be read in a book. It has to be intuited. It has to be a light bulb. It has to be something that's very quietly revealed to you, for example. That said, on the other side, the zodiac, that full moon, really puts the spotlight on your human life, the things that you have to do, duties and responsibilities. I, I think it's hysterical that Aries is Scorpio's sixth sign because Scorpio typically is a workaholic. I wonder why. Aries is your sixth sign. You will keep going and keep going. And it also reminds you, Scorpio, that you know, Mars as your planet is typically a very physical sign. You need that physical energy. I know Mars is in the 12, so maybe it's yoga, maybe it's not running a 10K, but um, you know, maybe go for a walk, maybe go for that peaceful, quiet walk. But that said, it may be a very busy week for you, it may be something where duties and responsibilities are in the spotlight, or maybe you need to focus on your physical health, get a doctor's appointment, get some checkups, for example, and you know, maybe you know, listen to your body more, maybe you've been a little bit you know, disconnected from your body. And like I said, Mars is still in the 12th. Maybe it really is some recuperation and rest. Sagittarius. Sagittarius, Jupiter is your planet and it's going to be there for another year. It's, it's in uh, Taurus uh, until May of 2024. In the meantime, you know, for you, Taurus uh, is the sign of health and wellness. It's what's called your sixth sign. And this is sort of a bigger period, a year, of course, where you need to focus on your physical life. I call it your human life. Make sure you're eating your vegetables. Make sure you're going for a walk. Maybe make sure you're taking care of the duties and responsibilities that you need to do. We'll probably talk more about this in the new year because in 2024, Jupiter is going to get to the same place in the sky, same place in the sign as Uranus. And something that's been brewing over the last five years since Uranus went into your sign of health and wellness either really comes into fruition, maybe it's a new beginning, but this has been five years in the making, a complete radical shift in your relationship with your body, the work that you do, and how you sort of show up on a day-to-day -day level. And it's very possible that your day-to-day -day life does not look the same as it did in 2018, the beginning of 2018. For example, uh, that said, the eclipses to come are not necessarily hitting on big parts of your astrology, um, but for you, Aries is something called your fifth sign. The fifth sign, I actually really love the fifth sign. The fifth sign really describes about our creativity, our self-expression, our identity, um, you know, being the things that make us us. And these are the things that light us up and give us joy and give us passion. And we need these things because if it's work, 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 do, 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 and it's not getting the fuel that it needs, that's when we burn out, for example. So this full moon might need to put 
your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your uh, your creativity, your self-expression in the spotlight. All of this is in advance of some actually going to have eclipses in the fifth in 2020, um, goodness, 2024, and even into the beginning of 2025. I'm not saying this is relevant for everybody, but for some of you to have an eclipse in the fifth is a pregnancy. But again, that's not necessarily relevant for everybody. Uh, but do, you know, if it's not a pregnancy, you can use that symbolically and create things, bring things into, into life, for example. All of this is in, in advance of the solar eclipse on October 14th that's going to be in your, um, goodness, going to be in your 11th. So big focus right now on friends, community, the groups that you're a part of, your allies, your social circle, your networks, um, and also really getting involved in things that you feel a commonality with. It's a social issue, it's a social cause. The, the, the 11th is about the collective, it's about humanity, society, big picture stuff. Maybe that's all starting to come into focus right now. Capricorn. Capricorn, um, you're a little bit in the spotlight right now, and you're like, well, why? Because the eclipses, even though they're in Aries and Libra, they're hitting what are called, it's like almost like the, the the axis of your of your life. So you're gonna have a solar eclipse in Libra on October 14th. And that that sign's actually a career sign. And for some Capricorn, Capricorn rising, you're sort of starting to feel a lot of you know big things happening in your professional life. Mars has been there since uh, goodness, I can't remember. It's since I think the end of August. Your professional life has been heating up. If it's not career, it's about your worldly duties and responsibilities. To have Mars here, to have an eclipse to come here, it's like you need to really stand in your place in the world. You need to take on um, take on a promotion or really take on a responsibility because this is the, the 10th, the 10th sign is the energies of Saturn, the energies of Capricorn even though you are a Capricorn. So this is about you taking the next level up. If something is out of balance with your professional life, maybe you're already seeing it because Mars is poking, poking at it right now. And how do you take this eclipse to come and put your professional life and put your duties and responsibilities back in the balance? That said, the full moon that's on uh, the 30th of September is down in your fourth. This is the time to really focus on home, family, roots, foundation. For some Capricorn, Capricorn risings, you need to make a decision about your living situation. It's a decision to move. It's a decision to buy a home or to to, to buy a, invest in something. Um, maybe it's a full moon where you have a lot of things coming up in your home life. You need to take more responsibilities with parents or kids or whomever is in the household, for example. But home is typically not a quiet space when there's a full moon there, especially when it's Aries. Um, and I think with the with Mars up in the 10th, you have to find the balance between the things that are really important on a heart and, and, and inner level and the things that are really important on a professional and responsibility level. But this is, you know, you're going to start to see uh, more eclipses to come, especially in 2024 and the very beginning of 2025. And this is your time for home and family or for career. And of course, every Capricorn is going to live that differently. Aquarius. 
Aquarius, so Saturn is your planet, and um, it's in your second sign of money and income. So just your friendly reminder that this continues to be a big chapter in your life to really build your material life. Of course, that means different things to different people, but we are still physical beings, and we still have physical needs, and we need to make sure there's a roof over our head, that we have money in the bank, we have food in the kitchen, for example. And it's, you know, Saturn is in Pisces, and so it's about making sure that the things that you're investing in, the things that you're building your life with are actually in alignment with your heart and your spirit. Uh, that said, um, this week we have the, the Aries full moon. And for you, Aquarius, Aries is your third sign. So this is all in advance of a solar eclipse on October 14th that will be in your ninth sign. So the third and the ninth in somebody's astrology is the educational axis. The third is taking classes, reading books, um, learning, um, communicating, um, making choices, uh, learning to uh, at least start to critically think, although critical thinking is the sixth. But that said, it is about education right now. It's about your voice. Maybe it's about writing. Maybe you're thinking about starting a writing project um, in advance of the solar eclipse that's in the ninth. The ninth is about uh, publishing. It's about getting your ideas out there. It's also about higher education. It's also about what do you believe in and what you stand for. So these two signs, of course, every Aquarius is going to live this differently, but it does get into matters of faith. Faith is not necessarily a religious concept. What do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you think is true? What guides your life? What is the internal compass? What are the choices that you are making that are either in alignment with that eternal compass or not in alignment with that internal compass? Again, every Aquarius is going to live this differently, but this could be a time when um, it is trying to get you to get clear about what you believe in. So these deep, deeper philosophical themes, uh, maybe even themes around commitment, for example, you know, especially when Mars goes into Scorpio in the, in the middle of October. But um, maybe you also have a lot to say right now, Aquarius. Um, you know, you're not really in the spotlight like some of the other signs. It seems like all of this is um, affecting some of the other signs differently. But I, I nevertheless, you know, focus on your education, focus on travel exploration, but also really get into these bigger themes about purpose and meaning and mission in your life and how you are living it, for example. Pisces. Pisces, my last sign. Uh, Jupiter is your planet and it's still in Taurus. It'll be in Taurus until May of 2023 to 2024. So it's like looking at a personal clock for Pisces and I see one of the major hands on the clock pointing towards the third. So this continues to be a time to focus on voice communication, how you think and listen and learn. Maybe you're getting curious. Maybe you're taking classes. Keep in mind, and we will talk more about this uh, in early next year, is that your rawness has been in this space since 2018 and 2019. It's possible that your relationship with your voice, how you express it, how you speak, how you listen and learn is very different five years ago than now. That said, Jupiter is the planet of growth, meaning it's trying to open up our eyes to the world, it's trying to get us to take in new ideas, new information, new experiences, and it's, it could be a very like fruitful and like fertile, air quotes, year for you, like fertile in the sense like you want to really 
experience everything. You want to read everything. You want to do everything. You want to go everywhere. Um, and maybe you need all that variety of experience to really open up your eyes even more. And that's the Uranus also in Taurus. Uh, that said, uh, you do have the Aries full moon. That's on the 30th of October, gosh, the 30th of September. And that Aries full moon is in your second. So this is a time that really gets into the basics, meaning what do you need as a human being? We need a roof over our head. We need money in the bank. We need you know food in the kitchen. It's about the, the resources and the material stability that we all need. Of course, we all define that differently but this could be a full moon when you are making investments you're making a purchase you're feeling very focused on income or how much you're earning or how much is in the bank or maybe if it's not a literal dollars and cents so to speak you're you're looking at resource on a broader level because it doesn't have to be money it can be the things that you own the things that you have access to for example it's also in a value and worth like what do i think is important what's my value what's my worth on the opposite side of the sky is where we're going to have a solar eclipse on October 14th, and that one is in your 8th. Maybe, you know, in advance, especially because Mars is in your 8th right now, it's really bringing up a lot of deep emotions, and quite possibly some of them are some fears and anxieties. It's not to mean that this uh, solar eclipse to come in October is about fear and anxiety. It's just we're all humans, and there's things that are deep down inside of us, and sometimes we need a new moon, a full moon, an eclipse to really get us to look at something, to work on something, and to actually release it, for example. The solar eclipse um, could talk about your emotional health and needing to really go into a period of your life where you do a lot of the deeper deeper work and the deep digging and, and sort of to talk about things that actually maybe you haven't been talking about. Or maybe it's about trust and intimacy and opening up. Or maybe it's about money and income and finance and estates and benefits and resources. All these, all these big things, for example. But every, of course, Pisces is going to live this differently. Um, and maybe you just need to find something to really hold on to right now. Because especially with Saturn and your sign, it's a big time in your life. And it will continue to be a big time in your life over the next two years. So there you go. That is your look at each of the 12 zodiac signs. Um, you know, we're going to probably have a lot to talk about next week as we get into October and get ready for eclipse season. A reminder on October 5th, so next week, I am going to do my eclipse webinar. I always do an eclipse webinar, um, and it's just a good way to, to kind of get some deeper material about what's going on with the eclipses. What are eclipses? Why are they so important in astrology? And then, of course, what everybody wants. Like, what does it mean for me? Um, and then I am starting my Saturn Masterclass on October 12th. So I believe that's the week after, if I'm doing math correctly. And um, October 2nd is when my next tier of early registration is ending. I already got 10 people signed up, but I think it's going to be, not think I know because I've done it before, it's going to be a powerful experience. Of course, you get out of it what you put into it, but I'm going to lead you with Saturn through the zodiac and there's actually this sacred path it's like this almost like in this initiatic path and it's this initiatic path is actually in a lot of things it's in the tarot for example but it's in the zodiac and we're going to walk it we're going to start with aries we're going to get all the way to pisces and to learn through saturn what is the wisdom that each of the 12 signs can give us and this is wisdom for life this is wisdom to understand how our life is built 
and what are the important lessons that are built into our own Saturn, for example. I love Saturn. Um, Saturn's why I'm an astrologer. Uh, Saturn is like it's so much um, you know deep information about Saturn. So this is one on one level it is about a class about Saturn, but on another level it's something completely you just have to. It's experiential. You have to experience, for example. So re replay is available for those that cannot watch live or participate in the class live. But uh, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll keep talking about this. So go to my website, empoweringastrology.com. You can sign up for my newsletter. I put a newsletter out every Monday morning. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Of course, we do this every week. And I am looking forward to seeing you all next week. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.